Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about cultivating your happiness hormones. Well, we know very well that the same mind that we have that can release stress hormones in our body from what we are thinking and where we are putting our focus can also help us to release feel-good or happiness hormones. And like I said in the previous podcast, where we put our focus and what we are paying attention to is how our brain changes. So we want to pay attention to where we're paying attention and cultivate some of these happiness hormones. Now, let's talk a little bit about the hormones first. So healthline.com defines the happiness hormones as follows. Dopamine. So dopamine is also known as the feel-good hormone, right? Dopamine is a hormone and a neurotransmitter that is an important part of your brain's reward system. Dopamine is associated with pleasurable sensations along with learning, memory, motor system function, and more. So we can see that the dopamine is something that we kind of crave, right? Anybody who's been addicted to anything that makes them feel good will know this. That is where that can come online and be a problem when we become addicted to things. That's a whole nother subject that along the lines of anxiety, we will get into in another episode, but let's continue on now with our happiness hormones. The next one is serotonin. And so this hormone and neurotransmitter helps to regulate mood as well as sleep, appetite, digestion, learning ability, and memory. So none of these hormones do just one thing, right? There's not, it's not just one thing. They're involved in a lot of our functioning. And the next one is oxytocin. And this one is called the love hormone. And oxytocin is essential for childbirth, breastfeeding, strong parent-child bonding. And this hormone can also help promote trust empathy, and bonding in relationships. And oxytocin levels generally increase with physical affection like kissing, cuddling, and sex. And now along the lines of oxytocin, back in the day when I had my first child, I think they were still doing this when I had my second baby too, but I remember it was as far back as my first baby in 1981, after you had your baby, they gave a nasal spray for you to have, I think the first three days after childbirth, and it was oxytocin. So, uh, 
you know, I think that they were hoping that this would help moms who maybe didn't have their own oxytocin happening after childbirth and wanting to connect with their baby. But this is also another reason why it's so important that you get that baby right away, right? As, as soon as it's born and you get the skin to skin contact, because you can be releasing your own oxytocin which is your bonding hormone, helping you to have a strong parent-child connection. And then there is endorphins. Endorphins are your body's natural pain reliever, which your body produces in response to stress or discomfort. Endorphin levels also tend to increase when you engage in reward-producing activities such as eating, working out, or having sex. Now there's other things you could be doing also. And again, this will be individual, right? Not everybody would want to be increasing their endorphins by eating, whereas other people would be very compelled to increase their endorphins by eating. As we can see, that happens often. People are stressed, they eat. Other people who are stressed don't eat, right? So again, we can see how individual this all is. But again, endorphins are the natural pain reliever. So we can see how much is going on here with our own pharmacy inside of us. We want to be able to use this pharmacy to the best of our abilities. So we want to do things that can help us to use these healthy, happy hormones. We don't particularly need to bring anything from the outside into us because we have all of this. And that could be the place to start. Obviously, things can go awry. Things don't work inside of us maybe the way that they could or have in the past. Then you can go further. But first, see if you can't work on your own health, happy hormone pharmacy that's inside you. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So let's look at some ways that we can actually cultivate some of these happy hormones on our own, no outside interventions. We can always start where we're at, right? 
So the first one that you can try is to think about a happy memory. Now, this is one of the reasons that it's important to have a way to recall these happy memories. Many people would use their photo albums. Well, we don't have albums so much anymore, but maybe your online album. There's nothing more joyful than looking back at happy photographs, right? But happy memories. We can also do this from our journal writing, our gratitude journal. Oh my goodness, what a beautiful thing to go back and look over. And not only did we savor those moments when we wrote them down, but we get to enjoy them again by looking back over them. I have a new member in the group coaching, and she posted the other day a picture of her gratitude jar. I had mentioned to her something about keeping a gratitude journal. Well, she was way ahead, and she had a gratitude jar that she and her husband read on New Year's Eve. So they keep their gratitudes all year, pop them in the jar, and then they read them on New Year's Eve. What a lovely way to think about a happy memory, something that you are grateful for. So thank you, my dear, for sharing your gratitude jar on our Facebook group coaching page. It was so good to see that. It's a beautiful way to keep our happiness hormones going. Another thing you could do is to bring an actual smile to your face as you recall that memory. Changing our facial muscles actually changes the brain. You don't have to be even having a reason to smile, but by making your face smile, it sends messages to your brain that there is not a problem and that is going to stop any stress hormones and cultivate some of these happiness hormones. Try it. Why not? What have you got to lose? You can also enhance the memory by recalling who you were with, where you were, the season, like really go deep into this happy memory thing. So you're bringing up the happy memory or your gratitude. Maybe you can remember the gratitudes, what was going on around that time? What was the event or where was I? Was I traveling? Was I in my own backyard? Try to enhance the memory and be with the experience. Immerse yourself in the moment and feel the happiness in the now for as long as you wish. We need to take ourselves to these places on purpose. We need to immerse on purpose because the world around us and our own negative bias as human beings will not have us in the place of happiness naturally. But we have a prefrontal cortex that can think, that can imagine, that can do all kinds of things. We need to pull that up and place our focus and our intention where we want it to go versus where the world will send us willy-nilly by looking at the news or the media or any of these apps that we've got going on, or listening to other people, pull it in and focus. Focus your intention, your attention, and play with it. Take it to a beautiful place. 
Like I said, this doesn't happen naturally in the beginning, especially if you are used to just working and grinding and listening to um, dreadful news, doom scrolling on your phone. We want to Notice when we're doing something like that or reading a news article that we've already heard the story once, but we're looking at it for the 10th time, another version of it, catch ourselves in that and say, wait a minute, what could I do to release some of my happiness hormones right now instead of this? And think about a happy memory or look at some of your old pictures Do something that will bring you to that place of happiness. Smile. Change the way your body is. Stand up straighter. Again, put your attention on happiness, on the goodness in the moment, and let those hormones, the dopamine, the serotonin, the oxytocin, and the endorphins flow through you. They are your medicine. Let them come. So I know in the last episode, we did some affirmations and I found some gorgeous affirmations for cultivating happiness also. So let's go through those quickly and then we'll wrap up the show. So here are some happiness affirmations for keeping anxiety at bay because you are bringing up your happiness hormones instead of your fight or flight hormones, okay? The first one I want you to say to yourself is, I got this. An extra credit if you can high-five yourself hand-to-hand or high-five yourself in the mirror. The next one is, I am enough. I am enough. Good enough is good enough. Good enough is good enough. I have everything I need. I have everything I need. I am grateful for what I have. I am grateful for what I have. I focus on what I can control and let go of the rest. I focus on what I can control and let go of the rest. I accept both the ups and downs as being a valuable part of my life. I accept both the ups and downs as being a valuable part of my life. I hope that one or two of those stuck with you and that you'll be able to keep it close to your heart and pull it up when you need it. When you feel the doom scrolling coming on, or again, the negative chatter wherever it is in your life, to pull up a memory or an affirmation and start cultivating those happiness hormones. There's one place in the news you could add this into your email on a daily basis. I believe that it is called Nice News. And I don't read all of it, but I do look at the stories that come up. And they're just wonderful things that are happening in the world. And 
I immerse myself in the ones that I find interesting and I let the rest of them go. But it actually counters some of the other news that some of it I have to read for business purposes or whatever, but it really helps to remember that there are also these wonderful things going on out there in the world around us. I hope this show was helpful for you. I love being here with you. And now for today's quote. We must cultivate our own garden. And that's from Voltaire. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.